Leslie, it's your speaking, is position for purpose. We're talking about being positioned as purpose, and many of us have preached this before. I'm sure you've talked about it and ministered this before, but this is a different positioning this time. This is a different positioning that God is doing in the earth. And we're talking about being positioned right in the middle of adversity, right in the middle of pandemic uh, uh, episodes, right in the middle of death, right in the middle of resurrection. It is very interesting in the spirit right now. And nobody, I said nobody but God, is going to dictate how it's going to come out. We just know that we have to roll with it. We have to roll with the plan. So, Apostle, if you wouldn't mind starting us out right now, and just whatever God puts on your heart, you're not bound, you're free. I wish you in Jesus' name to be who God made you to be. So just flow. And just what's in your spirit when I say this time we have to be positioned for purpose in this adverse time? What does that say to you? What do you say? Okay, so first let me greet everybody and, and just want to thank God. For everybody that is uh, viewing with us on tonight and everybody that's going to be popping on on tonight, we thank God and we just want to honor the Lord for you, prophetess. We thank God for the relaunching of uh, Prophetic Fusion. Amen. And I'm grateful to be able to be a part of what God is doing through Amen for what God is doing. Amen in your ministry. Amen. And for what God is doing in this hour, especially in the midst of this pandemic. And I believe that this is absolutely uh, the time that we're going to be seeing things birth out because of us spending time in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And so we just want to bless the Lord. And it's something that the Lord reminded me of on today. And I was meditating on the Lord and asking the Lord, you know, God, what does this mean when we're talking about being positioned? We're looking at, you know, where we are. We're looking at all the things that is going on, you know, and the things that we are experiencing in this time. And the Lord reminded me of a verse of scripture. And I want to read to you real quick from Genesis chapter 12. And um, I have shared this some years ago. um, And the Lord reminded me that this is the season for us to do just what this verse is saying. Because of the fact that we have had the opportunity to spend time by ourselves we have been in this quarantine time, you know, in this period, amen, to get back to some things. And so I want to read to you, then you'll understand uh, what I'm saying. So Genesis chapter 12 and verse one, and the Lord said to Abram, go, he said, go from the land that you are in from your birthplace and from your father's house to the land that I will show you. Okay, and it depends on what version you're reading, and it's going to read a little differently, but that's what he's saying. Um, and so, literally, there is a term that is used um, in Hebrew when he says, get thee out. The term that he uses when he says, get thee out from the land of your mother, of, of your father, rather, and of the land, you know, of your inhabitants. When he tells them to, tells him to leave his birthplace, there is a term that is used um, that those words, those two words, get thee out, is lech, lecha. Lech, lecha. Those two words. And. Yes, lech, lecha, which literally means to go forth. Or to literally go to yourself. To go to yourself. And so during this period of time, here Abraham starts out, he's Abram. He's not in the fullness of who God has called him to be. He hasn't experienced a name change yet. You know what I'm saying? And so we understand that during this period of time when God sends him on this journey, this is where he encounters the Lord and God changes his name. Amen. After he finishes this journey. Amen. And so we have been in a season where God has been bringing us back to ourselves, back to who he has ordained us to be, back to what he's called us to do as believers, as prophetic people, amen, as people, amen, that have been anointed by God to walk in the fullness, amen, of what he's called us to do in this hour. This 
quarantine season, hallelujah, has been a lechlecha for us, a going to ourselves so that we can be reminded what did God say to us? What did he command us to do? What did he anoint us to do? Amen. And so we're finding ourselves getting back to who we really are in God. And I'm just telling you what, when I started thinking about that position for purpose and I looked at what the word purpose means and that's when this verse jumped in my spirit when I started looking at what purpose is. It is the reason something is done or is created or the reason that something exists. So the thing that God created us for The thing that he saved us for. Say it again. Absolutely. His divine purpose. Yes. 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 Position. Yes. And part of our issue. Position, as you're talking about Moses there. Yes. Wait a minute. He's what? Go ahead. No, I was saying yes. all the time. You need some alone time with God by yourself so that you can be positioned for the thing that he have created you to do. Amen. Yes. Can I say something right here? Yes. And speaking to that, I think in this quarantine time, We've had all this time to self-analyze, to uh, look at our heart, come to terms with what's important, what's not important. Some people have saw how far away they've fallen from God. Yes. Some people have saw how they have made things their idol instead of the Lord. In this time, like you're saying, we become into a self-discovery time, or shall we say, rediscovery mm-hmm. of where we used to be, where we were, and where we better get ready to go. And that's what that's what this lek lekha is. He says, go to yourself. And and so this is your real self. Who who you really are, who you really been created to be. You think you know who you are. Abraham thought he knew who he was. You know what I'm saying? He thought he knew everything about whatever was on his life. You know what I'm saying? You, he, he knew his daddy. He knew who his father was. He knew who his mother was. He knew who he was connected to. And, and, and that makes me think of how sometimes when we think about positioning ourselves for purpose, we think that it's about getting with the right people. Uh-uh. It's about getting with God. It's about getting alone so that he can bring you into the fullness of who he called you to be. It's not about who your who your best friend is. It's it's not about who your who it's not even about who you connected to spiritually. It's about if you connected to God so that he can show you who you really are. Right. Amen. 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 That's good. And so what else would you say about that? You know, what comes to me uh, we're talking about position mm-hmm. and purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let me just say, uh, the people of God, 
You cannot get to purpose without position. Oh, you cannot get to purpose without being in position. Yes. And today, as I thought about that, I thought about a big baseball field. I thought about God being the absolute umpire of the game. And when we talk to people that play softball or baseball, we usually use this term. What is your position? Right? <laughs> yes. What's your position? Jesus. And and here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing about that. Here's the thing about that. As you read the verses, as you read the verses, so I'm going to read it from the King James so that it'll make sense for those who are reading from the King James. Verse 1 says, Now the Lord said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Listen, God pronounces a benediction on his life. But you first... You first got to get in position. You first got to get in position. It's not coming with you just doing what you want to do. It's not coming with you running rampant and just being a hellion and being rebellious and do you got to you got to first understand that there is something missing. Just like with Abram and Sarai. Before before they took before they took this journey, something was missing. Something was missing in, you know what I'm saying, their, their, in their, in their uh, revelation of what they understood about God and what they understood, hallelujah, about what God had anointed them to do. And it was not until they, and not until Abram took this journey. And position himself to hear from God. And I want to speak to those that are at home. And you may not understand why we got to do this. And why we got to be at home. I was talking to one of our pastors. He got stuck in Nigeria. Amen. And so I began to talk to him and begin to pray with him. And I told him, I said, let God use you while you're there. It seems like it's an inconvenience, but you had to take this journey. You couldn't come to yourself or go to yourself until you took this journey. You didn't understand the purpose until God positioned you. You didn't understand the purpose. 
until God positioned you. You've been positioned for this purpose. And God is revealing yes. himself even in this. Yes, yes. Amen. That is so true. And you know, that that's that's what the people don't get. You know, even I myself, if we're going to be transparent and be honest, come on, Apostle, it first has to come through us, right? Absolutely. It, it, tell me the truth right here tonight. Have you not made some adjustments? Have you looked and said and heard God say, now you need to cut that off now, and now we need to start doing this right now? You know, I told you this a year oh, ago, God. but you didn't do it. Come on, let's be honest. Come on. Let's be, you've been this prophetic fusion. I say, God, I don't need to be on there and do all that. But God said, it ain't about you, Miss Thing. Get over yourself. Oh, my God. repositioned us and not think of it as an inconvenience because we don't like having to stay inside. We don't like that we can't gather like we want. We don't like that this gets in the way of our own agendas. You cannot look at this as an inconvenience. This journey is about you becoming. And, and to answer your question, to answer your question, most absolutely. There are some things that have up to this point, you know what I'm saying? As I begin to take advantage of this extra time being here, you know what I'm saying? And and just spending more time with God and then just listening to what he's saying. Say, I, I ain't tell you to do that. Why you doing that? Why 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 you why you pick up that? I ain't tell you you could pick that up. Put that back. You know, we, we we got to be we got to be honest. We got to be honest about how you know what I'm saying? There is there was a need for us to get back to ourselves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There was a need. And we have to be able to see and even identify that the blessing did not come until he followed God's instruction and allowed God to inconvenience him. Be inconvenienced and take this journey. Because at the end of this journey, this is where you become a blessing. This is where God pronounces a benediction upon your life. And you can't walk out that benediction until you walk in this inconvenience and go to yourself. Okay, so we've established the position. We've established the changing. Once you yield yourself to God, he gives you a new name technically in the spirit because your position and, and your dynamics are going to change, right? That are aligning with your true purpose because we all know, you know, I know you've probably been in the, in the gospel for what, 50 years, grew up in the church. I've been in the Lord walking in the prophetic. I mean, I don't know. You probably had family that was raised in the church. I did. You know, we were so, heathen. We were heathen. I was a heathen. I was a heathen. So how long have you been walking in your prophetic destiny? Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Walking out. I, I got saved over 30 years ago. Okay. So we're about the same. About 32 years ago, I got saved and born again and God threw me right into intercession, right into prophetic. I didn't was clueless and just a wild child. He said it, I blurted it out. Yes. And I had to learn yes. how to do that. <laughs> I a lot of problems because what I learned, which was sad, and what I 
I still see, which is still sad, is that I didn't know that leaders didn't really want the truth. It broke my heart then. Yeah. It still breaks my heart now. Yeah. Because people will cry out, even in times like this, oh God, oh God, send your glory, send Mm. your glory. But according to the word of God that we all know, the glory doesn't come until judgment is executed first. Without judgment and alignment, there ain't no glory, baby. That's right. He doesn't share his glory with a church that's not aligned to his precepts and his uh, his will for his kingdom. That's so right. So everybody's all saying what happened. Even larger churches, they're saying what happened. It's because you were so about the ministry that you really weren't about the kingdom. That's it. And so even now... We know, and you know, I'm sure you've heard this. Many of y'all have heard this. Many people have said it. Was this the devil or is this God? You know, which ones did this? You know, God surely wouldn't allow this. Yes, God surely would. Read the word of God. He did it. He brought judgment himself many times. It wasn't the devil. Remember, it was the spirit of God that drove Jesus to the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. So as I like to say, God is the creator of evil, but he's not the author of it. What, what we have to understand is, and, and the Bible is clear. The scripture tells us that he had his way in the whirlwind. And so you may not like the whirlwind. We, you may not like the destruction that the whirlwind brings behind or leaves behind it. But the word of God is clear. He had his way in the whirlwind. And so you, you can say, and we, and we may, we, it doesn't matter what the origin was. Take this journey. No. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how it happened. We, Like you said, God allowed it. God allowed it. And so because he allowed it. Right. And he, he didn't hold it back. And so since he did not hold it back and since he let the hedge open. Come on here, somebody. Since the hedge was opened and breached and this was allowed. Now you need to hear him and know what it is that he's speaking to you. Through the whirlwind. What what's the message to you in the whirlwind? Not not did God send it or didn't he send it? Because the Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. You here, aren't you? Yeah. So you can't deny that he didn't order your steps into this thing. You know what I'm saying? And so since he since he ordered your steps, because we good to say God orders our steps, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. We love to say that when we've been ordered into blessing. But when what about when you've been ordered into the whirlwind? Stop. That's the truth right there. You can preach right there. Because that's the truth. As long as it's good, it's for me. And if it's not, it's the devil. You know, now God says we're not bastards anymore. And I said bastards. He said he chastises those that are his. Yes. And let me tell you, everybody says, oh, God's bringing judgment on the world. No, baby, this judgment's for the church. He said in his word, apostle, isn't it true? Judgment must begin with the house of God first. He's not going to judge a world who doesn't know him before he deals with those that say they do. Absolutely. And we have to understand the heart and the mind of God. And so that judgment that begins at the house of God is corrective. It's corrective so that we would course correct and pivot into the thing that God has called us to and get it right. And we can say whatever we want to say and we can try to put any kind of icing on this that we want Too many of of the church leaders have been lost as a result of this coronavirus. And that in and of itself should bring us to the place of self-inspection and introspection. And you can say whatever you want to say, but the hedge was broken. And because, and the Bible says, whoso breaketh the hedge, a serpent will bite him. And we have been bitten. And you cannot, you cannot deny that we have been bitten. And therefore, we need to get on our face and go to God and ask him to hedge us in again. Yes, yes. You know, we cannot still get past, and the church still hasn't heard it. We said it, they've read it, we've preached it. But until we change our behavior, there's no evidence that we've really received it. When it says, if my people, which are called by my name, 
will humble themselves. Oh, God. Anyway, seek my face. We know it. Then, uh, he says, only then, when y'all get it straight, then I'll hear from heaven and heal your land. I'm listening. I don't hear it yet. I don't hear true repentance. Oh, God. So true repentance isn't when you uh, get caught. True repentance is, is when you feel bad about it before you get caught. My so God. Listen, that's what God is saying. We have to turn from our wicked ways, y'all. Wicked ways. When he calls us wicked, what is wicked, apostle? Jesus. What exactly is wicked? Wickedness, wickedness is that which brings God displeasure. You know what I'm saying? And so we need to we need to examine ourselves and see whether or not, and the scripture says this to us plainly, examine yourself to see whether you be in the faith. And what has happened is we have gone all along and kept doing what we were doing without examining ourselves. Because we shouted in church, we stopped examining ourselves. Because we got a prophetic word, we stopped examining ourselves. Because somebody fell out when we prayed for them, we stopped examining ourselves. And so anytime you go too long, you need... Even in the natural, you got to have, you got to have a, a checkup at least every six months. Come on. You need a physical. You need to have an exam so that you can be exam. You have to, how, how much more in the spirit should we not be examining ourselves? Amen. And getting under God's microscope of the word of God and in the presence of God so that he can speak to us so that he can scrutinize us with the word. But we want to just be in the bless me church. We just want to, we just want we want to just be able to shout and dance and go on about our business. And those are the things that have been preventing us from being positioned for purpose. We've been in the position, but we've been in the wrong position. There is a such thing as being in a breach position and not having being able to come out right because we didn't get our hearts right. Come on now. You better say that right now. Say, listen, so this isn't no time, and I, I'm saying this prophetically and openly. We can say God participated in this. And how do we know this? Because I myself put it on my wall in October, November. Other prophets, other, Apostle Fran, you may have said something before the turning of the new year. I know there were other prophetic voices with a clarion call. It was not normal. It was a beckoning from heaven to say, pray now. On the wall, so God is in this thing because He was already warning us. He said, "I don't do anything without first and my prophets are warning them." That's right. You know what? So we already know by the mouths of the prophets that all of them said this long before January. We're talking about in nineteen. Right. God was saying, "Hey, y'all, instructions coming. I better pray." And I think um, revisiting something that that you said about behavior, um, and this is the thing that is scary, um, and that is that with all of the things that have transpired, we can still see it's some of the same stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's some of the same things over and over and over again. And this is what I was saying um, on Tuesday um, about we've had... A lot of, and I'm not against it because I'm a participant in some of it, the conversations, you know, and it's good for us to have conver conversations. It's great for us to be able to discuss some of the things that's going on. But I, I, you know, and that's, I was like, look, we, we, we've had so many conversations. We need to have some conversations. We need to be in prayer. We need to be coming together. You know, and, and I was talking to my son and he was telling me, my youngest son, and he was saying to me how he had contacted some of the prophets. And he was like, listen, let's get together and let's just pray and let's cry out to God. And that's not what they wanted to do. That's that's not because we, we want to get together and have a prophecy fest. You mean to tell me 
You still getting on here talking about people ain't for you? You mean to tell me that that's all that you talking about? You, you have not heard God. You have not heard God. You still in your flesh. If that's all you talking about, we want to hear from God. What is the Lord saying? We need the spirit of Joseph. We need the spirit of Issachar. We do not need to hear them lying prophets coming together to tell us nothing that our flesh wants to hear. You go sit down until you hear from God. And when you hear from God, you come on back here. But until then, we want you to go lay down. And you're right, absolutely right. And that's what's breaking God's heart. See, he's talking about your wicked ways. Turn from your wicked ways, repent. Well, if that's still the conversation, that you would rather just be a star and peddle your own self to those that will listen to you uh, in the pulpit, come on somebody, then you really have not turned from your wicked ways. You still are Torah up from the floor up. Because if that was the truth, your position would be different now in the Lord. Saying, oh me, I'm undone. Where am I? Yeah. You know, I hear God saying that from the heavens, just as he did to Adam. He said, Adam, where are you? Where are you? you? Mm, hallelujah. He My God. And that's that's the question we have to answer. That's the question that we have to answer because we can't blame anybody else. You you are you are the sum total of every choice that you have made. And even if that choice was for you to not pray, you mean to tell me we we are we are this many months into this? We are we are Five months into this, because this really started in January, technically, but didn't take off really until March, got crazy in March. So we, we three months into this, you know what I'm saying? And you, you still haven't shaken yourself. We, we're into this and all this is about for you is an open door. All this, all, all of this is for you is about you being able to have people follow you. You in the wrong position. And you know what, Apostle, you are absolutely right. No, you might even not even just be, you are in the wrong position to do what God's called you. Yes. You might even be in the wrong position, <coughs> period, that you're trying to operate in an authority that God did not grant you. So you're in double trouble because now not only are you arrogant, not only are you self-seeking. Oh, God. place you you're in a position but not in the position and the position that we all need to be in is positioned at the feet of Jesus positioned on our face prostrate laying before him asking him to forgive us asking him to restore us asking him to be merciful because we ain't out of this thing yet we're not we're not out of here yet This time.
This is this is you talking about that shaking coming. You talking about that shaking coming. Isaiah twenty four talks about this shaking, and 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 when you read down to the twentieth verse, Isaiah says, and he prophesies, and he releases the word of the Lord, and he says that the earth is going to reel to and fro like a drunken man. Listen to me. We about to be shook for real. Okay. We about to be shook for real. It's in the book, but we don't want to preach those kind of scriptures. We don't, we don't want to preach that. The scripture says it's, it's, and the reason that the earth is going to teeter back and forth and reel to and fro like a drunken man is because of the transgressions that are heavy upon her. And so this is why we got to take this, this period of time where God is allowing us to get in position. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Hallelujah. To get in his presence so that we can walk in his power. So he can release his anointing. So that he can, amen, release, amen, hallelujah, the, the revival that's necessary in order for us to be able to see the harvest, the final harvest come forth. Amen. We got to get it together. It's, we got to get it together. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Somebody is saying, yes, it is. It's in the book of Revelation. Amen. And all of what we see, but that verse that I just read, that's from Isaiah 24 and 20. And Isaiah said it plainly. This world is going to teeter back and forth because she's not going to be able to rest under the weight of the transgression that is upon her. Amen. And you got to know, you got to know, amen, that this is the hour that we are coming into. This is the hour that we got to, amen, stop making excuses. Stop making excuses for your flesh. Don't look at what somebody else is doing. Are you obeying God? Have you positioned yourself for the purpose. Remember, we said what purpose is. It is the reason something is done or something is created. It is the reason for which something exists. Are you doing the thing that God created you for? Now, and I'm not talking about you chasing your dreams either. Let's put your dreams off to the side. Let's let's bring God's dreams to pass. How about that? Let's let's find out what it is that God wants us to do and not so much what we want to do. Your life is not your own. Come on, you've been bought with a price. That's not just a good verse for you to quote. You got to live this thing. You got to live like you belong to somebody else. You like you belong to Jesus. That means your will is not your own. That means you can't make choices that you want to make. You might want to go to school. Did God say you can go to school? You might want to get your degrees. Did he say that you can do that? You might want to travel the world. Did he tell you you could do that because your life is not your own. You got to do what he wants you to do. Time out for your dreams, your goals, your desires. How about let's find out what is God's dream, his goal, his desire. What is your purpose? What did he create you to do? What did he tell you? That, what, is the, what is the thing that he has been speaking to you prophetically about from, from day one? Hallelujah. And been telling you that you need to be doing. And you've been dragging your feet. You've been making excuses. You've been watching everybody else do what God told them to do. And you making excuses. You tell me, I'm going to get there, God. I'm going to get there. When you going to get there? We are in the season, amen, what Jesus was talking about, the parable of, of, the, of the 12 virgins. The, you know what I'm saying? You got, you, got, you got those wise and those foolish. So, so which one are you? Come on, trim your lamps. Get some oil. 
Get your own. That's what time it is. Yes. Go get your own. And you know what? <laughs> That's a hot button right there. Let me go back because you said so much that was so good. So let me go back and touch on the things that were coming to my mind. But as the earth is travailing because of transgressions, what did it always say? It also say? It says that the earth was revealing so the sons of God could be revealed. So yes. the sons of God will be revealed. The sons of God, those with the callings from on high, that are in position are lying dormant, not dead, because it's not their appointed Cairo moment. Come on, somebody. They are awaiting for all the dust to oh, God. settle, all the smoke to settle. And out of that smoke, my God, shall arise a holy nation of Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, 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 Jesus. 
God. Hallelujah. And I receive that. Hallelujah. Amen. And I thank God. Hallelujah for every word. Amen. And it's absolutely confirmation. And I just, I, I just need to say this because I had to look up to see the, the date because when you started talking about that, the whole creation groaning and travailing that right there, the Lord spoke this to me back on the 2nd of May and I was in prayer Amen. This was the word of the Lord. And the Lord said that the creation was groaning, but not all yet. That there is a group, there is a remnant of people that have been in groaning. He said, but not yet. He said, only some are groaning. And he said, there is yet a groaning coming, which is going to birth forth the sons of God. And so we need to prepare ourselves because that's the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. That there is a groaning coming. You ain't grown yet. You better get ready to reach for your belly because groaning is coming. Groaning is coming. There's a travailing that is coming and we're going to birth forth. Amen. Hallelujah. The sons of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And sons walk in obedience. Sons follow Jesus. Sons don't have to be told what to do because it is in them to know what God's will is. And they willfully, willfully follow what God is saying. And so we just need to, amen, prepare ourselves for this groaning, amen, so that we can walk as sons, because this is going to birth us out, 
This is going to birth us out. Hallelujah. Amen. And I just want to release, amen, blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. On Prophetic Fusion Kingdom Network in the name of Jesus and declare on tonight that every soul that God has called for you to mentor, for you to pour into and to stand alongside you, that they will come forth without any hindrance in the name of Jesus, that this ministry would be, amen, hallelujah, a sounding board and a launching pad for those that need both in the name of Jesus and that you would be able to speak and declare all that God has commanded for you to speak and to declare that you speak it with boldness and authority, that you speak it without worrying about who going to leave, who going to stay, who going to love you, who going to dislike you in the name of Jesus. And we speak in the name of Jesus that every vision and every dream that God has breathed upon you to do for this ministry, that you will pick up momentum and run with it in the name of Jesus, that you will go forth and do all that God has called you to do for his glory and that those that even have been watching on the sideline and waiting for you to get started again, that they will come into alignment with what God has spoken to you because the words that you have been declaring, they know, they've been new that this is where they were supposed to be, but they drug their feet. And so today we declare that they will be released from the chains of, of, of procrastination and, 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 and dragging their feet, but that they will move quickly into the will of God hallelujah and connect so that they can receive what God has given to you for to pour into their life in Jesus name amen hallelujah Jesus name Network that is on okay. Roku. Yes, Oasis Television Network, which is um, is on Roku. So if you have Roku, you can go to the Roku and look up Oasis Television Network and download our channel. Or you can go to the website that is listed on the screen. It is openmedia.org uh, forward slash Oasis dash television dash network. The uh, Oasis Apostolic and Prophetic Network is our hub for our covering that we cover our ministries um, and parachurch ministries. Awesome. Yes. And, and um, so that's what the Oasis Apostolic and Prophetic Network is. Thank you so much again. Yes, yes. Yeah, so it was a delight having you. I tell you what, you just pump, the, you just get the Holy Spirit just going like a well. And I don't know if anybody who is really filled with the Spirit could be in your presence and not start pumping some oil. I think that would be impossible. Jesus. If they don't start pumping some oil, so 
Jesus. <laughs> you are definitely an atmosphere satter, and you bring the oil. You truly do bring a good, clear oil. And I know from walking in the prophetic and apostolic as well that the oil costs you everything. Yes. And when I see ministers of God that have that oil, I feel like crying, that have Jesus. that oil on them, I don't have to know their story. I already Jesus. know it. I already know that they've been wounded, rejected, isolated, left behind, lied on, cheated on, talked about, lost family members, lost loved ones, people have died, they've been sick, broken, and desolate. I already know that price. Because you don't get an anointing that leaves a residue when you've been in an atmosphere that you know God was there, unless you paid my price. So for all these new Christians, they think that they got saved yesterday, and they're just going to come on up here and start a church and have that oil. That comes from experience, baby. That comes from uh, oil of battles won and battles lost and tears shed. And that, come on, Apostle. Isn't it's that right. True? It's and right. Jesus. That's one of my daughters in the spirit, too. Amen. Thank God for her. That's one of my daughters in the spirit. Amen. I thank God for her. Amen. Jesus, in the name of Jesus. 
Jesus' name. Hallelujah, God. Yes, love you. God bless you. Bye. Bye. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed, and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit penfed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.